our kids have said to us since we moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening. We're loving hearing from you and the response has been so fun. I um, just wanted to let you know that we had a little bit of an audio problem this week and you will be hearing a little bit of radio interference. So uh, during our interview with Amelia, um, our microphones picked up some wireless and uh, what we are left with is like some weird in and out music. Um, so please forgive us and thank you so much for listening. Bye. Sorry, I was drinking. I'm Liza. You have to drink after a cheers, Kimmy. I know. Um, and this is 51 First Dates. Thank you guys so much for listening. We have an extra special guest today. And her name is Amelia Diamond. Hello. She's... Hi, Amelia. Hi, Amelia. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was perfect. We, you know, we could have, like, made it more clear when we were all talking. This is about as awkward as all my <laughs> first dates. <laughs> Only Noah's is way better. Oh. Yeah, this is like, this is like a three-way first date. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're so happy to have you. We're so excited to have our first guest and to have such a funny, talented person. Oh. Amelia is head of creative at Man Repeller and an excellent writer and beautiful hair haver. There are <laughs> articles about it on the internet. Um, and now I feel like I'm on a first date complimenting you. Basically. I know. I'm so, I'm like smiling. And I'm like, what else do you know? <laughs> keep going. Keep going. Um, yeah. So... And we have Amelia here today to talk about uh, our theme, which our theme. is social media and relationships. Best. It's my favorite it's, topic. <laughs> yeah. I can't stop getting drunk and complaining <laughs> about people. Well, we'll save it for our conversation of the theme, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have a grandma-style rant about kids these days and how you right. know, they can't stop putting up pictures of themselves like making out on top of mountains and stuff yeah but um, when i put myself alone on top of a mountain i just look self-involved <laughs> so disagree but we'll get to it all i do too yeah I, we'll see i disagree so hard on all of this i think it's i don't know aren't you guys more annoyed when you see like an adorable couple picture than you are when you see like a cool like solo awesomeness I'm, picture i'm all for the solo picture like i'm i literally Sorry to toot my own <laughs> saxophone, but I wrote about it because my friends told me about the, the word planned, and it's like a planned candid, and it's such a thing this summer. Like, everyone has just embraced solo Instagrams, fully posed, like we are all influencers or something, and everyone's just like, yep, I am going to like that photo of you looking back at it over a mountain, like, with no shame, because it's like, why not? But I do think people are like, ugh. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. If it's super, super planned out, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. It's weird. I remember reading that article that you wrote and thinking of when Liza and I were in LA LA earlier this year. (laughs) 
I like staged. There was one. It was January, but there was an 80 degree beach day. Yeah. And they had a brand new swimsuit, one piece. And I was trying to make a couple people think, ooh, I messed up. And I was like, Vlad, you got to get one of me. Yeah. Like, like, I'm all for that. I am really mad this summer because I bought, I spent a dumb amount of money on swimsuits and none of them got airtime on Instagram. You know? So I got, that's why you got to take matters in your own hands. Well, I did that twice. I did it again in the summer because it was another expensive, expensive bathing mm-hmm. suit. Like, why am I spending that money on bathing suits? For Instagram? Like, for, literally for Instagram. I am not an influencer. No, it's it's really hard to not, like, let that idea get in your head that it has to be so, you know. It becomes such a thing. Yeah. yeah. Um. Anyway... Further, more to come. (laughs) Um, So just generally today, for all of you guys listening and for Amelia, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, date number three, and uh, then we're going to talk even more about social media and all of our deep feelings about it, and then we're going to pick date number four. Yeah. And um, I think that's basically it. Yeah. But can we maybe start by... Amelia, do you have, like, a really good best or worst ever first date story? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> we would love to hear it. I love the eagerness with which you said yes to that. I you were like, yes. Because I have a few that really stuck with me that are kind of like my... When this conversation comes up, I'm just like, I'm like, I got one. I got mm-hmm. one. I have two that stand out. I'm, I tell stories. I take forever, so I'll try and do them both quickly. The abbreviated version of one is that... Um, it was technically like a setup through my mom. It's like a weird way how that actually happened, but he, um, read my palms on a date, like my palms in an aura, my aura on our first date and like got mad at me that I wasn't, um, like participating in the right way. I was just really uncomfortable having my eyes closed with like a stranger, like, you know, like running his finger up and down my palm in a restaurant is really and it was just very so that restaurant too i feel like it's not even no it was really no 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 it was it was really awkward the whole thing was so awkward it was violently painful and i just literally think i got through the whole thing being like story in this there's story in this (laughs) and then the other one was when i was young in new york city was i think i was i must have been 22 like just moved here i met this guy out at a bar one of those things where, like, I thought his friend was hot. His friend got my number, and yet somehow this other guy is texting me. He spends, without exaggeration, the whole summer texting me, asking me out. While I spend the whole summer... Shit, I did it. While oh. I spend the whole summer oh. complaining that I'm single and, like, not meeting anyone. And so my friends are finally like, Meanwhile, Amelia, you have this guy who's been asking you out all summer long. You're saying no. Maybe you should just say yes. Like, so what? He's not your type. And I was like... At the end of the summer, I'm finally like, all right, you're right. I'm going to just say yes to this guy the next time he asks me out. If he does, he asks me out. I say yes. And you kind of would assume that if someone's been asking you out all summer, maybe they'd kind of go for it. But he was completely MIA leading up to the date. And I think, again, like, I was so young. Like, I just would have approached this whole, in in retrospect, you just want to shake your younger self a million times. So I would have treated this completely differently. You know, I was like, wait, I waited all day for him to text me. Now I would just be like, yo, are we meeting up tonight or not? Or not. Yes, that's so real. (laughs) What's the deal? Um, But I waited all day just to, I guess, to prove some point. He finally texts me, and he's like, it's very late on a Sunday. It was a Sunday day. He just says, hey... 
I'm hungry, meet me here. I was like, okay. Yeah. So I meet him at this, at Benny's Burritos. And oh I was kind of like, like, what the fuck? And like, now I'm so not a snob and I would actually rather a Benny's Burritos over any awkward stuffy date where you have to like, you know, I, like analyze their fork usage. Right. <laughs> but like, I just, the whole, like it kind of, it was like this weird like thing that was set in motion. Suddenly I was just like, fuck this guy. And so we meet at Benny's Burritos he was like a weirdly close talker. I remember there was some strange red flag. Like he didn't know who Justin Bieber was. We sit down. Red flag. Red, red <laughs> deal. Breaker. We, we sit Seriously. down and um, the wait, you know, and like, I was just like, I need a margarita. Get one. Again, like I'm at that age where you're just like ch- chugged on a Sunday yeah. night as one does. Um, oh yeah. A running theme in our brief, brief tenure of this podcast is how much we love to get drunk on Mondays. Yeah. I can't, it gives me such anxiety, but I used to be a big Sunday, like, sidebar. Yeah. Drinker. Oh my goodness, sidebar, yeah. Like, back. drunk on Sundays. Now I will barely touch, like, kombucha on Sundays, because <laughs> I'm just listening. <laughs> I mean, that's very wise. Yeah. My, my first date, um, just because this hasn't come out yet, he, we went to dinner, and he was like, we, I was like, do you want to get sake? Like, it was sushi, and he was like, I do not drink on Sundays or Mondays. And I was like, you on the first date? Okay. Whoa, that's brave of him. I know. I got a sake, just a little. You one have for me. to. You <laughs> have like, to come on. Sake doesn't even count. Yeah. Right. Well, you never went out again. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I interrupted. No, I'm. Okay. I'm no, just no, like. No. Now I'm just like, oh god, that's aggressive. It's rough. Um. All right. Anyway, I'll speed this up. But so no, I get a. Don't. I like chug a margarita like a total adult, and um, <laughs> the waitress comes over and she looks at us and she's like, hey, do you guys want to order? And I literally started to be like, what? And he was like. We'll split the chicken burrito. That was sort of it. And she was like, okay. And I kind of was so, like, taken aback and confused that, again, I didn't... And when he was like, you know, more margaritas, keep them coming. That I didn't, like, know how to say... Again, like, I just feel like now I would be like, and I'll take... And I will also have the steak burrito. What? You know? And so, okay, so the burrito comes... And we split it, and I was just thinking, like, what? This is so fucking weird. Like, I'm starving. I can literally eat two burritos. The whole the whole thing was weird. But the conversation was kind of fine. Okay, so I put my... I literally maybe had three bites. Put my fork and knife down. I don't know why I was using a fork and knife at a burrito place, but I really... I think, I guess, I was like, I'm going to be uptight or something at this point. Although, first date. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I date. That's it's not a clean food. I don't know. Yeah. I just very clearly remember, like, putting my fork and knife down and then using my hands to illustrate a point and he leans over and he's like are you gonna finish that takes my burrito half and puts it on his plate so now i have no burrito i've had three bites three chips and i'm just like and i'm gonna get drunk like again like all these things it's just like just leave so i got super i just drank and then got very drunk and then when we go to leave i don't know why i didn't just say like thanks for the three bites of burrito, but he was like, I have to run an errand. Do you want to come with me? And I was like, sure. I guess I was just drunk. Go (laughs) with him to run this weird errand that I'm pretty sure is a drug deal. It involved him dropping off and then picking up a duffel bag in the West Village. And then (laughs) he walked me home and, uh, I kind of, I like didn't want him to know where I guess something finally went off my brain like hey maybe you should go home Amelia idiot and I was sort of you know I think I like lied about where I was living so that he didn't walk me to my apartment whatever so I just was like was sort of like okay well like I had a great night thanks and like leaned in to give him like a kiss on the cheek or something weird like that and he slapped my ass and was <gasps> like yeah I know you did and like that 
sentence has like forever been ingrained in my head on that corner. I know exactly what corner it is. It's West 4th and 6th, like by the basketball court. Oh, oh my God. Just like, I know. So it was just like a weird date more than anything. Like That's not particularly bad. What terrible. Like D-list rom-com did he watch that made him be like, I'll order for her. I'll slap her Yeah. I like, was, where did that come from? That was my first follow-up is like, was, have you ever been ordered for other than that time? Not never food. Not yeah. like that. I Unless we're family had. style, I'll be like, honestly, if it's someplace you know, not at a first date. I like being kind of like helped out if someone's like, this is really good. I'm like, sure, we're sharing. Yes. But like, please don't assume yeah. that. At no. least the conversation has to happen. Yes. Like, I've gone to sushi with people and I've just been like, just order whatever I like For basically sure. everything. But it's like... I've never just had anyone be like, I got this. There's a Fuck. difference between someone being like, this is my spot. Like, yeah, I, yeah. Like, do you trust me? Like, let me handle this. Like, there's a different, like, because it's part of the thing. Right. Versus like, oh, she'll have the salad and. Yeah. Oh, I know. And it's a burrito. Like, also like, what a strange thing to share. You know? Have you life ever shared a burrito? Yeah. No. It's like, the rules of burrito is always man up and eat it. Yeah. And just, like even just giving someone, I feel like I had someone ask for a bite of my burrito, and even that I'm like, oh my god, you're gonna like take a bite of my burrito, like that's because it's like work, and it's like full, yeah, like mouth, mouth. of food, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Oh my god, Ooh, yeah, yeah. Those are both great. Those, yeah. yeah. And I feel like very like. I mean, I don't know because I've never lived anywhere else as a grown-up, but I feel like very New York. <laughs> I feel like there's the guy who's like, very I'm the shit, and also the guy who's like, I can read your aura. The aura one is such a long story, but that is my most New York bizarre. Just. That's incredible. Yeah, I feel like only in New York for that one. I mean, maybe not, but they, that's specific. They were both like dates from like a bad date montage in like a Katherine Heigl movie. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like it would be like too broad if you pitched it in the movie meeting, like, oh, I'm gonna read your palm. Like, yeah. no, I don't, that's not very realistic. Yeah. 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 No, but that actually is, you know, like yeah. two thirds of a great yeah. awkward date montage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. So we have your screenplay awesome. starting yeah. to be outlined. We'll write it. Um, Cool. Yes, please. Yeah. Catherine Heigl can play. <laughs> Actually, she, Connie Britton, no. please. Oh, yeah, my God. Yes, yeah, Connie Britton. You yeah. guys both have the hair. And also, you are too... No, I will not let Catherine Heigl play you. Oh. I will just... I'll shade her a little Although, like, <laughs> we could probably get, get Catherine Heigl. Right, totally. Like, you know. She, <laughs> she's been calling. Yeah. She wants to be in her thing. God. Um, this is embarrassing, but I'm going to refill Good. already. Absolutely. Make sure you refill Everybody? Or good? I'm great. Okay. Okay. I, I'll, I'll there's no my... pressure. I just am honestly being a child. I, I'm I'm going to have a sip before our next little... All right. Well, we should talk about date number three. Although, also, maybe we need to explain, like, the rules and the experiment to Amelia, I which will play, already. like, a dual purpose of yeah. re- re-explaining it to anyone listening. Okay. So, yeah. basically... You... Yeah, I would oh, like you to explain Sorry. It. No, no, no. I don't Hopped right in there. Cool. Um, <laughs> basically, like, Kimmy's therapist who used to be my therapist also. Mm-hmm. I knew that. That's yeah. how you guys met, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, like, acting class first. Oh, it's just all so annoying. So we were and fucking basic. children. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> but uh, Kim and my therapist told her that she basically had this advice that she wasn't really putting herself out there because Kimmy's been in and out of a lot of, like, non-relationships in her time in New York and, you know... That lasts, like, far too long. Mm-hmm. Like a year. Yeah. There. And, um, like... Yeah. So yeah, that was that was she just Kimmy just. Like, I just Whoa. shut down. Sorry, no, just I just I didn't realize all the effort and the 
the dating people really do because I think I've had things that kind of worked out for a bit and then I just like drag them out until they are so dead yeah. because just especially with the apps like the amount of effort I've even put in for this is just exhausting just because I'm holding myself to like yeah I know yeah. it's like that I it's like that sex in the city thing where Charlotte's like I've been dating since I was 16 I'm exhausted <laughs> yes <laughs> that feels very real and I feel like especially right now just people don't want to be in relationships like like dudes you know like in and again we've talked about how it is this weird new york phenomenon of like with all of this choice available to them yeah guys like are very i think and a lot of women i know too are slow to want to like i well not to interrupt i just i talk to my guy friends about this all the time mm -hmm. and my girlfriends but like i especially grill guys because it's it's, like, kind of fascinating to watch. And, like, I have... I mean, I, you guys aren't from New York City either, right? No. Like, I have friends in San Francisco and Buffalo and, like, just other cities that, like, big and small, that it's just the mindset is so different. It really feels New York-specific. But, like, a friend of mine, um, a dear friend of mine, he is a bit younger. I love him. He is crazy about this girl. I've been hearing about her all summer. And... Um, he has been pretty seriously dating her in terms of like more consistently than I've ever than, than I've recently seen him date someone like I was very like oh this girl's gonna be around for a while like I better mm -hmm. get to know her like that type of thing and then the other day he brought another girl around and I was like and like I you know he just me because at first I was kind of like maybe this is his colleague I don't know he has like a lot of girl I was just kind of like, also like, who cares, sort of at first. Like, I was like, I don't know who these girls, whatever. And then, um, like, later, I kind of realized what was going on because I felt like I was maybe getting weird vibes from her. And I was like, oh, no, no, we're not. And then I pulled him aside and I was like, what's going on? Who's that? <laughs> and he was like, well, like, I had to wrap up, like, a few dates. And I was like, what does that mean? And he was like, I had all these, like, loose ends that I, like, needed to wrap up. And I was like, that's not a thing. Like, if you... Oh I, and, like, Whoa. The, the, the way that it seemed logical and totally fine to him and not in any way messed up to this other girl, because I guess it's technically not. Like, they're not boyfriend-girlfriend. As far as I know, they're not exclusive. Yeah. But it just... It kind of blew my mind... And it really brought me back to, like, me being the other girl. And, like, I don't know. It just, it, like, clicked so many things into place and also just makes you sort of be, like, not that you, like, uh, accept that it's okay, but it does sort of make you see through their eyeballs, like, their quote-unquote rationale. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, and it's just two different brains. And especially if he's not, like, mistreating anyone. Because... He's He's technically not doing anything, anything wrong. wrong, right? But because, like, if you were all like, if we were all girlfriends with like the first girl, we'd be like, and found out, we'd be like, fuck him. Yeah, he's done. Like, delete his number. Whatever. We definitely call him a sociopath. We'd be like, that's for thing. Is like, he's a sociopath. Or like, or we're not like, like, like And I, I'm guilty of this. I make a lot of jokes about fuck boys and things, and like. But I have, like, I don't think I've ever dated, like, an actual true, true, true fuckboy. I've just dated people who 
I've said I was fine with it being whatever because they're going away soon or this or that. Yeah. And then that, but they're nice people. They're not true socios. And then I get lost in this thing where I'm looking for signs that they are actual sociopaths. And they're not. They're just like probably like your friend, like really decent, nice guys who just, they're, it, who, who, for all intents and purposes, have been told, like, you are the light of the world, you beautiful boy, and, like, whatever you do is good. I yeah. mean, yeah, there's a lot true. of that. Totally. And then they come to New York, a lot of these guys, and, you know, it's a city filled with, like, beautiful, smart, cool yeah. women. And it's a difficult city to date in for women. So they get to feel more special than they are. Yeah. You but, know? like. But that said, too, like... The other girl, mm-hmm. if we were all her friend, I mean, I'd probably be like, fuck that other girl. Like, yeah. they're like, no ring, no thing. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. If they're not, it's not even like, because I feel like that happens often enough with like actual cheating too in exclusive relationships, which yeah. gets to be a whole new thing. But it's just, yeah, it's tricky. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's also like just totally historically speaking, like, uncharted territory for dating, right? Like, right. even our parents, like, didn't live in a world like this. And, like, our grandparents definitely did. Like, my grandma always would brag about how she only ever had slept with my grandfather. Like, <laughs> and they got divorced, like, when she was in her, like, 40s or 50s. And I was like, oh, my God, that's sad and upset, you know, whatever. Yeah. But she, it's it's such a different... They're just We're, like, the first frontier of figuring out you know what the fuck what's going on like my parents don't know anyone who's like poly or who is you know like all of these even like just new categories you know like it's when you said poly i was like was that a name of a person (laughs) like that's how much i'm not even no but you know but like it's not even i know like two people who are poly it's not like i'm so whatever but I think just there, all of it, the world is has completely turned over. I know, and we are the front lines of figuring it out. Like, yeah. we're the first generation, we're the first group of people who has to do this. And this is, yeah, yeah to just full circle it. This is me like challenging myself to just go out Sorry. there and like try. No, don't apologize. This is great. This is better. But yeah, this is just me, like us wanting to have these conversations and it's just an experiment that's like a a frame to like have these conversations but just to kind of like be like start to make my own decisions like if I go on 51 dates not to find a boyfriend that's kind of been our thing like that can't be the goal because that wouldn't be the spirit of things though it'd be nice and like I finally am like can you just admit that you want that now rather than being fine Mm -hmm. with all these cool things like you're fine like I'm not I want someone who's really committed I wish I was good at just, like, dating a ton of people. I'm not, says the girl doing 51 dates. But, like, just to go out there and be, like, more okay with nexting someone rather than feeling like, oh, it's rejection. Like, yeah. yeah. Well, I think it's really being more okay with wanting what you want and and feeling what you feel and not being um, not a victim. That's not the right word. Um, well, I do play victim. No, I, I, no it's not victim. You're not Taylor Swift. It's not, you know, it's it's like, sorry, it's topical. No, I'm not. Um, <laughs> it's not going to be topical when this comes out in like three weeks. Uh, but you know what I mean? Like, it. I feel like there, and I've talked about this before, and we'll talk about it all the fucking time, but I feel like there can be this mentality with women where we are just kind of waiting 
for what the man like wants or decides. We're waiting for him to decide he wants to be exclusive or waiting, you know, yeah. that thing. And I think that like it's really easy to fall into that and I have done it my whole life. And like everyone I know has had, you know, even like the most empowered like ladies I know have yeah, had yeah, moments yeah. of being in that like kind of like, but what is he thinking? And I think it's more about trying to reclaim the like, fuck that, what do I want? Like, what do I want in a person? What do I want out of dating? Like why, like, what, what's good for me? Um, and going out with like different kinds of people. Totally. Yeah. I I actually um, forever ago I I had I almost think I think I was almost gonna write something on this, and I don't think I did. But I talked I talked to my therapist about my therapist about this, and I asked her. It was when I was dating a lot, and I was like, "How do you know the difference between if you're giving someone a chance versus settling?" You know, because my grandma would always say. Like, gotta give these boys a chance and like my my mom said that my dad said that because it's very it's very you're busy in new york city you have no time you hardly see your friends and on top of all that like truly if you have an hour alone you probably want to go home shower for the first time (laughs) in a week like it's just there's something unrelenting about the city where like you're not so you're not you have you don't no one has nothing to do really yeah or if you do you're like oh thank god i have nothing to do anyway so to spend it on a second or a third date with someone that you're not butterflies-y about feels like, why am I doing that? It's a waste of time. And, um, but everyone kind of is like, you gotta give this person a chance, you gotta give this person a chance. And so I, I had like a hard time being like, but am I just settling? Like, shouldn't I just instantly feel whatever? And I brought this up to my therapist because she said the same thing. She was like, maybe you don't give, or she or I just like brought the whole thing up. And she said, rather than thinking of it as giving someone a chance, um, or like, you know how we say like, I don't want to waste his time, mm. like whatever. She literally was like, why don't you think about it? What do you, just like you said, what do you want to be doing? Do you want to go on a date to see where it goes? Or do you want to go home? Like, and I was like, oh. I'm ta- like thinking about it in that way was literally like, I don't, what do you mean? Yeah. yeah. And I just, I had a really hard time thinking about that and she's like she was like you'll point blank know when you're settling like you'll mm-hmm. she was like you're tuned in enough you and neurotic enough like you'll know if you're settling <laughs> and she's like but if you are worried that you're like giving someone wasting someone's time while seeing it pl- seeing if you like them mm-hmm. she's like stop thinking like it like that and I was like oh yeah it's wild that it's like it's so revolutionary for like yeah. Any of us to be like, huh, what do I want? It's, but I have the exact same moment and I feel like it totally happened in therapy. Yeah. And it was at some point where my therapist was like, I was talking, talking, talking for, you know, the whole session. Yeah. And she was like, just, what do you want? And I was like, huh. <laughs> you know, I was like, yeah. that shouldn't oh. be a huge relationship, but it is because it's not like necessarily the way we're taught to think about things. And, yeah. right. you know, the patriarchy. No, I'm oh, kidding. I, I can't <laughs> stop bringing up patriarchy about everything and now it's become a joke that like, yeah. You know, the train will be late and I'll be like, patriarchy, yeah. Um, (laughs) TJ Miller, who I was disappointedly, did you see his stand-up thing on? I haven't watched his newest one because I heard it was like... I hate it. I couldn't get past five minutes. That sucks because I love him. Like, but yeah, I kept hearing that that his new special sucked. Yeah. I didn't, whatever. I didn't, I couldn't get past five minutes, but he had one line that like I didn't even think was funny last night, but it keeps coming up today where he like is encouraging the audience to like just kind of be like, 
oh, fuck this city, like, where that's your excuse for everything, so that could be, like, your other patriarchy. Yeah, totally. Like, oh, that's New York. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which actually is a really common excuse that I use Me in too. my head and oh, on I, this podcast, apparently. Yeah, where it's I'm New York, that's why I'm still single. I lived yeah. anywhere else, not that. Yeah. <laughs> but it's no. actually true. Yeah. But. Yeah. Yeah. On that topic. Wait, so can I just ask, why 51 yeah. dates? Uh, copyright. Like that oh, Adam yeah. movie. Yep. Okay. And we were going to oh, get and then someone had a blog. Someone like has that URL and all. And it was, <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Basically, it was a 51 choice of laziness. Okay. So we did 51. That's a satisfying number. Yeah. Yeah. 52 would have been a little bit better. Yeah. Week, but someone already had that idea. Yeah. Um, we don't, we don't put like a we, ton we, of thought or work into anything. <laughs> yeah. We were like 51, just go one up, right? 49 yeah. doesn't Fine. make the same point. 49 sounds like you it tapped out. Yeah. Like, yeah. 49 sounds well, like laziness. Oh, wait. Okay, guys. Well, then and on that note. We're not lazy. We bought a microphone. No, but we have, I have to tell you something. We're not lazy. Okay. So let's talk about date number three. Okay. I'm, so three. Yeah, I've done like, <laughs> call them taxi cab confessions, but not, none of them have been creepy like late night HBO or um, in a taxi cab but I'm gonna just I'll play my like recap it's a little bit sad guys I can't wait for this it's but you're not I'm 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 apologizing in advance and you'll see why pretty immediately okay I am disappointed um my date number three was a little bit of a time crunch. We can talk more about this on the podcast, but it ended up not working out. The good old Sunday night date. Um, yeah. So my date number three ended up being me. I decided, which is so sad. I told my dad and he was like, you can't take yourself on a date. But I did and I took myself out and I had some cheese and a martini and I feel great and sad, but we'll talk more about it. Um, I figured I'd record just in case, you know, as sad as this is. Alrighty, talk to you soon. Okay, so basically here's what happened. Liza queued up a date for me, and I had like Thursday and then a wedding open the whole week, a wedding this weekend, so I had like Thursday night open, and he had a work thing. So I'm going to go out with him this week, but it, it didn't happen Sunday. I know, I feel like I'm in trouble. I did. I started going and I was doing all the, the basic, like all the business. Like I had two dudes who I was talking to, all the business school kids who had both been like, yeah, Sunday, yeah, Sunday. And then nothing worked out. And I'll tell you what I thought about doing and we can make a plan for next time because I'm not allowed to. I did take myself out though. First of all, like I, I'm fine on the like apology, like self-shaming. Like we're recording this in my living room. I'm getting drunk right now. Like I'm not worried I about it. I didn't hold myself you know? like, It's not, dude... I like you that know. you, I actually love that you took yourself out on a date. Yeah, that's incredible. I get one pass with that. I thought about, like, calling up an ex. Will that count? We can just talk about relationships. I thought about, like, just texting someone on an app, like, hey, I have to do this experiment. Where are you? Can you meet up? So maybe I'll do that next time this happens. But, yeah, and I also have a date tomorrow, so I feel oh. like, I feel like everything's fine. We're just, who cares? I wanted to record with you tonight anyway, oh. and then... I just we didn't our we didn't have a full week between our last recording on this. It doesn't matter. Wait, no, is your date tomorrow with number three? No. Okay. Oh, well, we have a lot to talk about. Yeah. Just, but I figured I'd better. It was with one of the Sundays, the Sunday late, pulling them up from the the reserves, or I was like, all right, hey. But yeah, 
Nice. Well, most importantly, how was your self-date? Where did you go? How was <laughs> self-date? <laughs> I went to Cherry Point in Greenpoint where there's a great margarita and charcuterie and cheese. And, like, I feel comfortable with the bartenders there, so it wasn't only a... a I didn't feel too sad. Like, I, it's a good self-date spot. I think that's also, like, a very... That's, like, a very chic self-date, like, food. Like, you got a little cheese board, a martini. Yeah, yeah I just wanted to be, like, this is civil, civilized human behavior and... I think they're so important. Yeah. Are you a fan of self-dates, Amelia? I don't do... I don't take myself out ever. Ever, ever. But, like, I... Being alone is my favorite thing in the whole wide world. Yeah. I feel like it's... It's... I'm always, like, looking for a chance to get alone time so that I can do something alone. And then I don't really do it. But, like, going to the movies alone is my favorite thing in the world. Like, I love that more than anything. I love that, too. I get nervous, like, going to a bar alone. I don't, I have weird, like, do I look at my phone? Do I sit and look at the wall? Me too, but which is why I made myself do that rather than if I had been like, I took myself to yoga. You'd be like, well, F you. You just went to yoga. I was like, all right, what would I actually be doing if I was going on a date tonight? Probably having a drink. No, you're kind of making me want to, I don't really know that I've ever, (sighs) it's so empowering, done that. Like, like, like in a real way, like, like, not I'm, at an airport bar. Well, I'm trying to think. Like, I'm always alone with my laptop writing at, like, cafes or bars. Or, mm-hmm. maybe not bars, but, like, Bar Sardine or somewhere. Like, mm-hmm. that, like, I, like, always, I feel like I'm just, I'm constantly looking for Wi-Fi or a quiet place to sit and write and drink or eat while I'm doing it. But yeah. I think you really have to be without a laptop for that to count. Yeah. But I just don't know the last time I've done it without. I kind of want to do that this week. Yeah. I can't this week, but I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it next week. Schedule it. Put it in the calendar. Yeah. <laughs> no. I'm going to get back out there. Got another one tomorrow. You have one tomorrow. Um, That's pretty... You're, you're yeah. like, powering... You're doing one a week. Yeah, pretty one much. One day but a week is actually a lot. It, yeah. We haven't... I'm, I'm not going to be able to keep that up. I think we'll just have to plan. Yeah, we'll take breaks and stuff. But yeah. Also, like, one first date a week. Like, yeah. first dates are, like... Because it was so easy to go on my second date. thing. Because you, you know? already know the person, and they know... Like, oh uh, yeah. Like, first dates are... Like, I probably yeah. don't have one first like real conversation with a stranger a week you know what I mean when you're at like a yeah or something somebody's birthday somebody something like and you and you like have a you know chat with a stranger like it's that level of like you have to work it's not you can't just be like yeah oh, yeah yeah it's mellow. full work yeah yeah it, that's what it feels like it felt this was a job and I missed my deadline and that's where the shame is coming from that's what it feels like Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Anyway... We should talk about our theme. Because shame is definitely... Let's shame. definitely just shame. <laughs> shame is good. Yes. I feel like... Yeah. Um, all right. So let's talk about our theme, social media and relationships. Yes. I feel like you would have good insight on this. Just... You have, like, following... <laughs> not that... Not because you're, like, an influencer. Like, I just mean... Yeah. People You're a writer. About my butt. People <laughs> 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 Baby shotting. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, but, yeah. Specifically with relationships. I don't know. Because... Everyone has different opinions on how much you should put out there. Yeah, and I think, like, yeah, I feel like generally, like, what do you think is is 
I'm sorry, I'm being so uneloquent. What are do you have like pet peeves about social media and relationships? Do you have things that you think are are trash like, monstery? Yeah. And the flip side, like things that you think are like cool and cute. Anything that makes you like say ah when you look at it, you know? I'm definitely okay, so I let me preface this a little bit. I had a more than your average following among non-fashion related people or non-like media related people for a while because of my friend Leandra who had a following. So like when she would at me, like I would get some weird followers, not weird, but so for like at least a few years in New York City, I would say that I had more than like your average standard girl to bar. Like this was before like also everyone had, or everyone was literally like, a billion yeah. dollar follower influence. I don't know, like I feel like all my guy friends are dating like influencer girls. Or yeah, whatever. no. Also, I feel like I kind of worked in I'm just saying all this to say like I'm literally like was just like literally fucking no one, but I had a couple hundred when like people weren't really even using Instagram. I think was sort of the thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Totally. So people so I was always a little bit aware of that count. And um so just from a personal standpoint, I always felt like more of a big deal to me if I like put someone on my Instagram. I know that sounds weird. So mm-hmm. best friends or whatever, like I'll post you looking fucking ugly high. I think it's hilarious. Like I ha- literally have people tell me now, they're like, your Instagram's not really like pretty. And I was like, <laughs> no, I know it's funny. <laughs> like I just don't I love that your way. Instagram because it's not. Yeah. Your Instagram doesn't annoy me and almost everyone's Instagrams annoy me. That's so nice of you to say because my Instagram annoys me all the time. Like, <laughs> my Instagram annoy annoys me so much. Your Instagram do, is not annoying. All I do is annoy myself. Like just when I talk, I'm annoying myself right now. <laughs> um, so I, I have, and especially in recent years and ever since I started working at Manorpeller where I, like I've just been aware that like you can Google me and like things I've written come up. I'm not just sort of like, I don't like a Facebook and a LinkedIn doesn't just come up. Right. So I've been aware of at least some tiny, 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 tiny microscopic visibility in air quotes again. Mm-hmm. And that has made me self-conscious. I guess it's more, it's really just self-consciousness more than anything about how, like who I put on my Instagram or what, because I'm just aware that like, if you put someone on there and then so they don't show up anymore, it's like the whole world actually doesn't give a fuck. But I feel like someone like has someone out there like has a catalog of like my failed past or something like I'm just very hyper oh really hyperly aware of it in a way that yeah. like um I'm sure my therapist wants to answer <laughs> it's the but, same way I feel about telling my mom about someone yeah. where I'm like I can't mention a name because then it's gonna be a thing, a thing. Oh, I love a nickname like this is where he went to school or this is where like I'll, I'll nickname them to my parents I'll be like you know mm. yeah. yeah no I like that I yeah, I actually I tell I like I feel like my mom was like a, like the series of guys that come in and out, but my dad is more like just like on a very like in my life or not basis. But anyway, so I personally have rules or had rules where I was like, okay, we have to be like dating for this long for me to like put you on my story or like this long for an actual Instagram, which I know, which sounds completely psychotic. I mean, talk about sociopathic, but I just was so aware of it. And also I just feel like it got to a point where I was like, I don't know. Does it then feel like an, is like that, like the single person's version of like an engagement announcement? Like it's, (laughs) it becomes kind of like a big deal when you put your whole life, including politics, you know, there's sort of just like no separation of church and state for my Instagram anymore. Mm -hmm. I'm not like just posting cakes that I make or 
whatever. Well, thank God, right? Like, that, it's the time to... Sure. Sometimes I wish I could just, like, delete it all and have, like, a private Instagram with, like, 12 friends, you yeah. know, where I don't have to think about anything. But that's just not my... It is what it is, and I've created this monster, and, like, no one cares except for me, but, like, I feed the beast. And so... So for me personally, like I'm very aware, I don't even know if I'm answering your question, I'm very aware of it. Mm-hmm. The flip side, like of me watching what annoys me, I don't tend to get annoyed by people's relationship posts. Like I have a few friends, or actually they're, they're really not friends. Like I have a few people who I follow, who I feel like love to document partners in and out of their life on like a really consistent basis where I'm like, what happened to that guy? Hey, where's that guy? And like, it's a, that's awkward. That is awkward. I yeah. feel like I don't have a really good example of that. Like, but, uh, oh, wow. But it's more entertain. Like, I don't, I don't, I'm not annoyed by it, but it's, it's entertaining. I'm trying to think of like a relationship thing. Honestly, the only relationship thing that people do that annoys me is like, just how everyone says, like, I married my best friend. Purely, because I want to marry my best friend too, but like, just purely because I'm like, it feels like a, a like a, just like let's have a let's have a new sentence. What's the new sentence? That's <laughs> yeah. my only thing. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I kind of rambled there, but like I think I'm I, I'm way more consu- I'm way more self obsessed and consumed with myself than I am with like what other people are, are doing. doing, which is probably a message I should retell myself because everyone's like that. Everyone's no, yeah, everyone is. Like when I've like I like accidentally posted a story. I I like well I don't know. When Instagram stories were new, like, I posted when that was, like, a nothing. And people were texting me, you posted a nothing. It's, like, just the, like, sunsetting weird filter. That's it. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, what did I do? What was I saying? I didn't know this. And then I'm like, what do I ever know about? I watch all those stories. What do I ever remember from anyone's story? Unless it's, nothing. like, someone you care about. Yeah, but yeah, even yeah. people I love and, be- like, I don't know. Yeah. I, don't, I pay attention for those five seconds and then I forget. Yeah. So, but we're all, like, I think anyone's like that with whatever you post and... I feel like it's just when it goes a little above and beyond, like, every day, here's my boyfriend, look at him, he's so beautiful. It's like a braggy thing that sometimes happens where I'm like, yeah, right? I have this pet peeve in particular, like, probably more, like, I feel constantly like a grumpy old person, you know, with internet stuff, but, and I actually, I actually, like, love social media and think it's great and I'm not anti-social media but I feel like there is this weird phenomenon that that bugs me of like people um posting a ton about their relationship and not just like cute pictures but like paragraphs about like what their significant other (laughs) means to them and this and how their whole life changed the moment they met and whatever and you know like this is hopefully the cheesiest thing I'll ever say but like I believe that's true and like have experienced it but like Say it to your fucking boyfriend or girlfriend. Like, you know what? Like my thing yeah. with that is like, why are you like the the pop the? I feel like the need for people to like Let see the, the love Put it in is a weird card. thing. Yeah. It's like write a love letter. I mean, don't do that. I've never done yeah. that. Yeah, but you know, it's all like, no. It's all so public. Yeah, yeah. You but don't. I love like a cute picture of a cute couple where I like both people. That I love that. That's sure. adorable. The best way to get like like when like you don't post that much of you and Jeff Liza. Yeah, you don't. I don't think I yeah. can't remember last time. But well, you guys are very in love. I see you guys all the time. You know, yeah. Because I just feel like there's this weird, and I have this belief, and it could be completely false. And I'm sure like articles have been written, and if I had done five seconds of research, I could know if it was true or false. But I just feel like the more people post about their relationship, 
weirdly like the less I the less I think their relationship is like gonna you think it's like a little the lady doth protest too much yeah like a little like look how happy we are look how happy we are look you know yeah as you guys are looking at me like I'm no 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 I think there is something about that like I feel like I've read that too but I honestly have zero it could have been on no I'm like playing devil's advocate in my own head I mean I think I definitely am aware of a few people who where I'm just like who is that for like who is that post for and then other people I just think are sort of like less self-aware in terms of what their Instagram looks That's like. Totally. So or true. they don't care, but like Yeah, you're yeah. right, you're right. I don't no no no. I just I I kind of like am thinking about it from all angles. Like I'm for yeah. I'm for sure aware of some people where I'm like you wanted someone to see that. Totally. Because I because like I'm like because I've been there and then this other person I'm just like, oh you just don't know. That's embarrassing. Yeah. And I would say that out of like, I don't know, maybe the six hundred people I follow on Instagram, this is probably three or four. You know yeah. what I mean? It's yeah, yeah, such yeah, a small sure. percentage, but the amount that it annoys me is not proportional to the percentage of acting. You know what I mean? Like, I just think there's like, okay, so the guy who I'm seeing now, like I would like, I think if I were unhinged, I would probably want to post him every five seconds. Like I, when I'm with him, I don't, I, we've been like long distance this summer. So I basically just want to video cam him all the time. Like, everything he does. I'm like, did anyone film him <laughs> doing that? Did you see? But, like, I... So, like, that's my... What I want. But at the same time, too, I... I like keeping it, like, special and private. And I just... I'm like, I... Like, there are moments where, you know, you'll, you'll see someone, like, posting, like, a selfie of them in bed. I think that's my weird thing. I think maybe that's my weird thing. The shirtless in bed selfies on the Instagram stories where I'm just like, okay, like... It's just, it's so intimate, and, like, I think I've been struggling personally recently with, like, the balance between intimacy and public sharing in general, like, whether it relates to, like, opinions, to relationships, to friendships, it's just, like, even uh, my friend, um, all my friends are turning 30 this year, and a friend of mine was like, are you gonna, like, give me a birthday Instagram, and I was like, well... I put you, or she's 29, and I was like, I mean, I put you on my story, and I just kind of was like, a line has to be drawn. Like, I can't, like, cascade every single friend and love on my Instagram, because then it becomes a, because then it becomes a thing. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know what I mean? Then it's like, for, sure. I, for in my mind, the way I think, because I'm, like, constantly on, like, a content calendar, I'm just mm-hmm. like, well, I can't do this person, I'm not this person, and then suddenly I'm, like, fucking programming my friend's birthday posts into my phone, and I'm like, who did I leave out? And so I think that's where my mind goes is like well the moment it becomes a quote thing then I'm just like yeah 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 totally and that must be awkward for you as someone with like a little bit of a following to like do you feel like there's expectations on you sometimes to like I feel like there's a there's like this balance between like literally who cares where sometimes I'll post something I'll be like that's so dumb like who cares like why am I sharing this with you like who gives a fuck and then and then there are times where I feel like oh my god, I have a moral obligation to say something where I didn't totally used to feel like that was... I used to like just sort of be like, that's not my place, or that's not what this is for, and now I'm a little bit like, all right, realistically, I have this many followers. Like, if I have an opinion on something like Charlottesville, or, yep. um, like, you know, the trans military ban, and I don't at least... I don't even feel like I need to say my opinion 
opinion in for certain things, but I like to do action points. So like right now, I think on my, my bio, sorry, we're totally going on a tangent, but like right now no, my bio, great. my bio has like a way to, um, donate to, I might've just switched it, but like I had to donate to the Red Cross, but before that it was to donate to, you know, like to a trans organization. And like, I, so I'm just like at the very least, I think I'm just sort of like, here are action points to take. Well, it's the time to do whatever you can. So yeah. I feel like that is just cool. That's exactly what you should be doing. And, like, it's kind of what we all need to be doing more of. Like, no matter how many, you know? So, yeah. I think that... But I totally hear you. Like, I've tried... It's weird. I feel like the last, like, five Instagrams I posted, I've been, like, a little buzzed or just, like, a lot of, like, me and my dad and brother just because it's been such a weird year for us. And I was, like, at this wedding and posted us this weekend and I was all, like, oh, was that lame? Was that dumb? And I was, like, no. I love my family and it's been a weird time. And my brother was just, like, why do you care? And I was, like, yeah. why do I care? Literally, who who cares? Who cares? No one cares. And anyone who cares, first of all, no one cares or noticed or it was like a Saturday night too. And no one's going to be like, how many likes did you get? Like, just who cares? Nobody cares. And I shouldn't care. And what the fuck? Like, I, yeah, I feel I haven't Instagrammed since June. Like, the second week in June or something. And part of it is because every time I go to post an Instagram... I, like, do it. I have, like, mocked up so many Instagrams, but I also think that, like, because my Instagram follower is a mix of, like, it's, fr- like, real-life friends, people who like chicks, and it's, like, stand-up comics. So I'm, like, I need to have, like, it be cute for the people who don't know me who like chicks, and I need to have it be, the cup caption be fucking witty and get, like, a yeah. laugh. Or why the fuck am I post? You know? And I think the overthinking it has led me to just be, like, every time I think I have, like, a good Instagram, I'm just like, honestly, fuck it. I don't want to, like, be stressed about this. Well, that's why I think, like, Snapchat was, like, appealing for a little while. And then it just, and then that, too, became too much of a responsibility. Because suddenly you were like, I have to Snapchat this thing that I'm at right now. And I have to, like, tag all the people. And then I got to do the photo. It's, like, everything. That's what I mean. Like, it becomes a thing. And you just know what people are up to. Like, I went down so many rabbit holes knowing what people I was dating were up to or not. Or, post or whatever it's just too painful sometimes too you don't want to see the new girlfriend you don't want to do all that it's just like I don't want it I don't want it yeah Fuck. I love Instagram it's so fun but ugh, I, I just got tired yeah. even talking about it no I know yeah it's a lot and I think it's tough that this is another such a big aspect of like social media and relationships etc etc but like finding out about like exes new people like I feel like it mostly happens online once in a while you'll have a friend who like will be a homie and will text you and be like yo FYI yeah which like is great I always want to fucking know I will always be the first to know before any friend I'm such a like I I will know yeah you handle your business yeah I'm like you can just tell yeah it's happening yeah yeah I know. Well, no, that's such a a forever ago the scroll wrote something for Manipulator and I I always remember the line I I I want to say that it was this girl. Margaret Boykin who wrote it, but I don't really, I actually don't think it was her. I got to think of who wrote this because it was so funny, but she had a line where it was just like back in the day, like you couldn't be fucking sidelined by an oil painting of <laughs> your ex-boyfriend and his new girlfriend. And like, I thought that was the funniest thing. Yeah. Wait, no, that's so funny. Uh, I'm imagining the, the it has an oil painting. Yeah. I know. Sometimes <laughs> I've been like, oh, <laughs> walking by and being like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just like velvet. Like, that's yeah. so good. Yeah. But I, but it is true. Yeah. I don't really have much to say other than like that part of it can be really yeah painful and also the like I think sometimes when it's like an adorable picture of you know a former person 
and the, a new person and they're clearly in love and it's whatever is better than the like a picture of them in a group and their arms around someone and you're like wait is it and then you have to yeah. stop their Venmo and then you gotta go on everything and I'm like <laughs> I, I found myself like stalking some poor girl who was not connected to a former person of mine on LinkedIn. I was trying to find it like where she went to college because I was like, well, maybe if I know she's dumb. It was so, it's, it gets so dark when you're, it gets, like, so, it gets dark. so dark. The breadcrumb thing is, I think, really, really real. Rough. I yeah. know. It's just too easy now. It's so easy and it's so accessible and I have literally had this thought, like, I don't think my boyfriend and I are going to break up, but he, like, doesn't do social media, which I really love. Um, But I have had the thought of, I've had the dual thought of, like, well, thank God, because I'll never have to see a, like, adorable picture, but then also, like, but how will I know? (laughs) Yeah. Like, because I obviously need it, but it's true. It's, like, that constant presence that's just, like, you know, literally at your fingertips can get very bleak. Well, I think that's part of the problem with online dating is it gives you too much control. And we are all... If you're, like, in New York City, you're a type A person. Like, maybe you're... I would say, like, type A minus. Like, if you're living (laughs) here for this long, like, you are some sort of type A. You're right. Yeah. There's just no one's here that's, like, fuck it. Yeah. Right. Like, but it's so hard because it gives you too many many ways to research, like, too much... It, it, like, literally is debilitating Mm -hmm. because you're too smart to, like let you should have friends um my friend met her boyfriend on tinder recent or a few months ago uh, yeah in february maybe or maybe they mentioned it. whatever whatever but i saw her in, in february and they were like fully in love by that point she met him on tinder and i was like uh who goes on tinder ew and she was like well that's what i thought and she's like and then i thought about it and she was like but this is her whole thought process which i thought was kind of genius she said she had been going on the dates with, like, the same type of guy. Same type of guy, I'm sure, that, like, you mm-hmm. and I were dating. Like, a little bit overly savvy, like, like guy who could be... Like, you just finance, whatever. Yeah, so, like, no, no I just guy. wanted to hear you, because we did yeah. types for our last theme. And, like, I feel like we yeah. probably dated the exact same types of people. Just fully same type, or at least, like, the type of guy that you, like, go after. Because it's almost like it's, like, all your... It's, like, you're somehow, like, conditioned where you're just, like, that is my type. Mm-hmm. Whatever. And so they all follow, like, the same dating app patterns. Like, they're all on Hinge at the same time, or they all go on to the league. Like, yeah. Um, a friend of mine used to say that, like, we would have questions, like, whether or not, like, st- straight women were, like, following gay guys on the apps. Because, like, who, like, who was the better indicator? You know how they say, like, gay guys, like, go into, like, the next neighbor that's going to gentrify? Yes. We sort of had, like, a similar thing about the details uh, like, so I would, yes, I would kind of be like watching like which one he was on because we would like yeah. figure out there were like different peaks and troughs for each but anyway so she was like Raya too fucking trendy I don't like those types of guys like they're all I, it's hard I, I mean I definitely couldn't get on you were you on that I was on it it yeah. was a bar mitzvah slideshow a great way to find music like everyone <laughs> wore those oh like God. big scoop neck tees and draw like no it was just not for me. Okay. Lots of that 1920, like, Prohibition era shaved head with, like, the swoop haircut. Oh, oh, yeah. The, yeah. like, uh, Just, like... High, tight. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just, like... I mean, I know, I know my whole thing is, like, don't, like, have a type anymore, but, like, it varies just, like, fucking not gonna be my type, okay? Right. And whatever. And so, Riot, she was like, Riot, the guys are just, like, too cool, and, like, they're just, like, they're on there for their seat. Like, people go on Riot to get their Instagram numbers up. 
the guys on Raya are like just too sceney, like just not into actually meeting anyone or not me because they're also like celebrity girls on this app. She was like, Hinge, I think to her felt weird and like she just kind of I think she said that she felt like it may be a bit old for Hinge like she's like 34 mm-hmm. or something the league she just no one was talking to her Bumble no one was ans- responding to her and she'd like gone through the guys and so she thought you know what you know who's on Tinder are the guys who like never ever ever got into the dating app thing they probably had like a serious girlfriend for a while or whatever and she's like then they decide now they're single now they're ready to meet someone and all they know is the word is Tinder because Tinder has become like Band-Aid. You know, like Tinder is just like the (laughs) the real. So she was like, I'm going to meet the guy that's like Tinder, right? Like who makes like a bad profile because he just doesn't fucking know. And she (laughs) gave some Tinder guys a chance and she met like a true prince. Anyway, that's my, and he's like a little bit Uh, older. He's like 35. Like so fucking smart. I have to download Tinder. Yeah, Yeah. just try it. Because I told my other friend this, Danielle and she was like, that was bullshit. Guys on here were trash. <laughs> but <laughs> well, the thing is, no, like, I'm sure there's I want to try a lot of trash. It's been but years. also, yeah. I feel like it's true. Like, you don't want a guy who's like great at dating apps and knows every dating no. app trend. Like, that's not a great no, look, no. You know, it's like, like yeah, no. it's like, what is that? Also, say? it's not working out for me. Yeah, I also want to log on for you and do we'll like do what we've been those. doing is Kimmy's been starting conversations and then I like with like three or four guys a week and I've been picking from those three or four guys. Okay. But I would. Like, it's this not, week, maybe, ideal. I'm going to log in for you. Because also, yeah. I fucking love dating apps, and they're so fun. And, like, it's not like I'm ever sharing my life. You, we need to let Amelia go. Thank you so much for being here and Thanks hanging out with us. Me. And all of your insights. Like, we couldn't be... This was so nice. ...happier. Okay, so we let go of Amelia. We're going to miss her terribly. She was so lovely and so insightful and wise. And you guys, I don't think she was, like... She did, wasn't anti, but you should follow her at a millionaire. On the Instagram, Amelia Diamond. She's reader articles. She's great. Yeah, she's hilarious. Wonderful. Um, and has perfect hair. So we're gonna pick out number. I think we're gonna pick out number three. Okay. So, since old number three didn't end up becoming number okay, three. Okay, sure. And then if he becomes number four, yes, he'll become number four. Great. So boat shoe red flag in, in <laughs> description will become number four. I'll show you who I queued up. So okay, I queued great. up a couple. Um, let's do these two. So, oh wait, you just have to look at him. Okay. So like, there is a, a red flag here too, but we're gonna just try to ignore it. Oh <laughs> my god, the red flag is like a very aggressive picture of this person DJ. The only thing I will give it, and again, I'm just starting to get stressed that I'll never have a date again. No, it doesn't matter. He's kind of cute. Uh, former did that turned banker. I feel like that makes it a little more okay. Cool. So he used he went to, to business be a DJ. Oops, I you did need that to again. stop picking business school, dude. It's like network. All right, I, there's not there are not that many good people out okay. there, Eliza. Here's the thing. I'm gonna okay. I think that next week I should log in and find some people for yeah, you. Yeah, it's just it's been hard for me. No, I just. I know. And it's away in general. I'm going to look at your... And it would just be nice to have someone else doing the messaging. Honestly, I would feel like I had a vacation. Not that I've been on that much. <laughs> I just forget to go on. And maybe you would have fun doing it, too. Yeah. All right. So, you guys, it's a cute conversation. You're chatting about pizza. Um, and then... Oh, you asked him out. Well, yeah. I, I, I asked yeah. both 
people my these are my not runners up because they're fine just yeah. I was like very I really was trying to get a date to happen in time dude this is great I'm very proud of you for just being like we should go out if you have time that's or if you're free that's great yeah I didn't buy I thought it was like too soon with the the, the late yeah regardless. but yeah okay and then the other one is you know what he's literally the same and also business schooly like oh I my think, god and like no okay. it was just like who's like engaging and being it's like the same vibe honestly sadly the same vibe Oh, he's cute. I think he's cute. But that's a sailboat. Oh my god, that's a sailboat. That's you know, it's like a dog pick. You yeah, know, guys with their dogs. Business school. Like it's 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 problem. He's You're in right. A tux in this one. He's in a tux in like three of them. Oh no, just two. And like a nice sport. Coat yeah. Button up in the first one. Yeah. I just have a gut impulse for the second guy, the tux guy. Okay. I just feel like he also. Okay. So here's the thing. The first guy. There's a little bit more back and forth in the conversation, and he seems, like, a little bit evasive. Like, maybe he's not. Maybe he's actually just really busy. Mm -hmm. But this guy... Also, this guy asked you out quickly. Like... Okay. I I just like... This guy seems very straightforward. And that's appealing to me. Like, the conversation with um, Tuxedo Guy is... Seems a little bit more... um, Like... It doesn't seem as like gamey. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's fair. Yeah, that's very fair. So I picked I picked Tuxedo Guy. He shall okay. become. I'll just I'll ask him out. Or right. we had he had been he already he had asked, asked me out. out. But yeah. yeah. Oh, I forgot to follow up on this from last week. Did you ask out the guy? Did you say let's get a drink on Thursday? I did. You did. How did it go? But, was it well, scary? Well, it was fine. But he was that I had a work thing on Thursday. That Doesn't was matter. the problem. That's why again. Wait, sorry. I'm confused if he gets to be number three still if we go out this week tomorrow. Let's figure out what what ends up happening. Next week, we're going to clarify for you who's number three. Just to recap, it was red flag communism guy. (laughs) And that was number three. And he may not be. Let's just make him number three. That's just easier. Okay. And so you you just picked out number four. I just picked out number four. Okay, great. And number four is like, to to tell our dear listeners, um, LOL, is kind of maybe a little bit. Um, more for straightforward. Like okay, his, yeah. The back and forth conversation with him was very like, "Hey, how are you? What's up?" This so, is a cute response. Do you want to go on a date? Sure. This day, this day. Like it was. I liked his just like. I'm glad you like that because I was yeah. worried it was a little like, "Let's meet up asap." Like as though he was treating it like what I imagine people treat Tinder like. Though I'm, you know what else I'm going to do? You can log into my Tinder for me. Oh my god, I would. You can have fun on Tinder. The, yeah, that, those pictures are probably we we will. They're probably from like 2014. Oh my god, I can't. Or whenever it. it came out. That sounds yeah. amazing. So we'll, we'll, you can curate my pictures. Too. Perfect. I'll send you my normal lineup. So and you can... we have number three. We have number four. And then I guess next week we'll talk about both. We will. Or not. Whatever. Or not. We'll see. We'll yeah. see how it goes. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Well, I can't wait. So fun. Cool. And yay! Cheers! Cheers! <laughs> cheers! 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 Go on a date. Oh, go on a date. Thanks so much for listening, guys. Please subscribe, rate, review, and if you do, we're going to send you a free gift. Yep, and that is a Makeup Forever mascara. It's like a little perfect date size mascara. You can pop it in your bag. It's really good. I've been using it. So we'll send you that if you take a screenshot of your rate subscribe review situation just like your review screenshot it and email 51firstdatespod at gmail.com with your address and that screenshot and we'll mail you the mascara so then you can have it and like who doesn't want a mascara you get a mascara and yo it's free 
All right. All right. Thank, thank you. Guys. you. Mixing and producing for 51 First States is by Anthony from 5 Ohm. Check out more information from 5 Ohm by going to 5ohm.com. That's spelled F-I-V-E-O-H-M. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community and of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live.